All right, here we go. Simpsons Season 5, Episode 19. I'm not saying the title because it's long and I'm butchering it and it's a really dumb title anyways. Plus, we're on really short time, but even though I'm taking it all up because my little girl's yelling, I'm going too fast, I'm going to bypass Shane and Jeremy, just take it away. Duffman is thrusting in the direction of the problem. Now let's give it up for Table 5! Ah, 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 Table 5, Table 5, ah, 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 Table 5! See, Jeremy was slightly worried. Jeremy Black, the co-owner of our wonderful Crave Donut Mr. sponsor, Black. Mr. Black. He he was worried that his cold open wasn't going to be as good as his first cold open when we did Home of the Vigilante. But that was a pretty good Duff Man. Thank you. That was a really good Duff Man. You must have been practicing. You were practicing. Oh, yeah. That's good. Good Duff Man. <laughs> Thanks. Um, Jeremy, great to have you back. If uh, if you didn't listen to Home of the Vigilante, then uh, go back and, and check that one out as well. And uh, we are, it's crazy that this is like the hundredth episode, but they didn't, the show didn't really care for anything. They even did a chalkboard gag being like, yeah, whatever. We're not going to celebrate meaningless things. Um, but this is pretty cool to have you on for episode, uh, episode number 100. Oh, wow. I didn't even realize that. That's awesome. What an honor. I didn't until like 20 minutes before we were recording this. Shane, did you <laughs> I also know? didn't, I didn't know. <laughs> I'm the one that does the, uh, the thumbnails too. I should know. Yeah, that's right. Shane's Shane's doing those cool little thumbnails with the Simpsons TV saying what episode it is. So yeah, this is uh, indeed episode 100. Now, we're coming off a bit of a weird uh, run, Jeremy. You, you've got a couple of weird episodes in this season because Home of the Vigilante, we overrated a bit. Remember that? Yep. With, I agree. Yeah, with, uh, yeah, how we went into it. Going back to that, I started with a 9.7, the highest of, our, uh, of the three of us. Shane, you were a 9.2. Jeremy, you were a 9. We all kind of ended up around that 9 saying, eh, yeah, it's, it's, it's good, but not as good as um, nostalgia has it. Last episode, oh, Shane, you and I were uh, kind of almost crushed in a way, eh? Yeah, we were expecting something a lot better. Yeah. yeah we, we, that was our lowest rated episode of the season, no? By far. You started yeah. off with a 9.2. I went with a 9.6. I ended with a 7.5. And you went with a 7.8. Burns is there. Not a very strong story. Mole Man killed it, though. Mole Man saved the episode. It was only like two minutes of, of actual of show. Not even. Probably. Not even. Probably like, yeah. What's your favorite Mole Man moment, Jeremy? You have one off the top of your head? Um, I would say the... I forget what the gag actually is, but where he... Oh, I think it's when like they're trying to get people to stop smoking or something. And he's like, I'm 35. <laughs> Oh, the AA, yes, yes. Oh, yeah. drinking, oh, drinking. Yeah. right, right, right. That was right, right. ruined my life. Yeah, yeah. That, oh, yeah. that is a fantastic, fantastic gag to match. What's the exact the line, Nick? Is it, I'm, it's, uh, I'm only 30 years old? Drink, drinking has ruined my life. I'm 31 years old. 31, oh. yeah. <laughs> right. Nice. Yeah. Indeed, indeed, yeah. Anytime you get a mole man moment, it's, it's always pretty good. My daughter agrees. She's going crazy in the background right now. <laughs> um, so let's get to it. Actually, you know, right before we get to it, Jeremy, because this is being recorded at the uh, beginning, close to beginning of December, what's going on with Crave throughout the month of December and into the new year? Uh, update all our listeners in the GTA. Um, so we're um, got all of our se- our seasonal menu, so lots of uh, festive flavors on there, and we're going to be doing our um, weekly specials, and just going to be getting more festive as we get in closer to Christmas. We're doing our Sauf Gagnon special this week to celebrate Hanukkah. So, yeah, delicious. Come on, try it out. And then what are the hours going to be throughout the Christmas time? 
Um, we're going to be open right up until Christmas Eve, so on the December 24th, we will be open. We expect to be pretty busy, so um, yeah, come on down, and then we'll be closed until the new year. We'll be reopening on the the 4th, I believe. Nice, yeah, I, I anticipate you guys I will definitely you. be going to pick up some donuts. Yes, yes. Chris, I will be this time, <laughs> Yes, for, for, for those who don't understand what Shane is talking about, so Shane went in to go get or sorry, Shane didn't go in to get some. His dad did, but I was cooking Thanksgiving dinner. Yeah, Shane yeah. was busy with his apron on, roasting his yams and his yam stuff with gunpowder and stuff like that. And uh, so Shane's dad went in to pick up some donuts, but Jeremy didn't know that it was Shane's dad. He thought it was you thought it was Shane, right? At first, just because he just said, "I'm getting it for Shane," right? Yeah. Well, we had that we had it labeled for Shane the Simpsons guy, so I was like, "Oh." Let me know when uh, when that person shows up, so I want to say hi because <laughs> uh, I haven't actually met Shane in person just uh, over the podcast here. And then I was obviously uh, surprised. I was like, "Oh, look, he's a little older than I thought." And then I quickly realized, "Oh, this must not be Shane." <laughs> I, I wish. I had oh man, you know what? I should have told him just to go with it. Yeah, yeah. I wish I had seen the like the look on on your face. Be like, what? What? This guy's like sixty something years old. How old is your dad, Shane? Uh, he's 62. Yeah. yeah. So 62 year old guy. Like does he even, do you guys even look alike? You don't really look alike, do you? Uh, well, genetics, I probably got some similar facial features, but like people say I take after my mother more than my dad. So. Right. Yeah. I wish I had seen that though. That would have been uh, pretty funny. Um, this episode though, in particular, so we came off of one that we overrated this one. I think we're either going to underrate or get right on the ball because this is my least favorite episode of season five. And maybe in like the golden age chunk, this might be my least favorite episode overall. It's not terrible, but after the first act, I just remember it being really dull. Kind of like how last episode, the the interactions between Bart and Burns were pretty dull. And I have, my memory tells me that the interactions between Bart and Skinner here uh, aren't very good. It's, it's much better actually in the one where he's Armin Tanzarian and you have the the whole gag with you know Homer's driving the whole crew of them to Capital City to get him back, which is a fantastic moment, which I always think is in this episode, but it's not. But this is one that I don't really like, and I remember often changing the channel after I remembered what happened uh, partway through the first act with what happens with Bart and Santa's little helper and going, oh yeah, it's this one. And I remember often changing the channel. And so I'm going in with a very low rating here of a 7, which is the lowest we've done of any episode since season three for me anyways um jeremy what about you do you any anything about this episode that am i going too low what do you think um i don't know certain episodes um people resonate with them you know or they feel the same way um you know what i mean sorry <laughs> uh we know what you mean yeah sometimes episodes like people relate to them differently. exactly like maybe someone like this doesn't relate to you very much, Nick, by the sounds of it. No, so. like maybe somebody's dog did fall through a vent into the gymnasium and it got the principal fired. <laughs> um, and then the principal became friends with said kid who brought dog to school. I'm sure that happens all the time in Florida because everything like that happens in Florida. So maybe, I'm, I don't know, but uh, you're right, Jeremy. Like things can hit with people differently. So what are you going in with? Are you sticking around my seven? You're going to be in that area? No, I'm going to I'm gonna go with a solid nine, but I'm... Uh, who knows what it, we'll we'll see what I'm thinking by the end of it. 
Really? Do you, is there anything off the top of your head, though, that you really recall with this one? Or is it just because it's in, like, the late season five, it should be good type of category? Um, I think what I remember about it is the, f the fact how, like, Flanders comes in and he's just, like, a huge pushover. And then ultimately they realize that this like oh well that's not very good either so it's like a morality lesson kind of thing that's what i remember from it that's true yeah that's it is a good I, I i kind of put flanders into the background even though he is a very big part of this episode and this is kind of like the first time you see him uh eventually uh doing something religious that people go against by the end of the episode that's right that's so, true yeah, that's that's true. There's, I th I have a feeling there's gonna be a good chunk of gags that I'm I'm missing that might bump the score up. Shane, what about yourself? Are you gonna meet in the middle? Where are you going? I'm going nine because it has one of the best Willy gags ever. Yeah, that's right. That's Grease right. That's right. Woman. It's, it's got Come the on. grease. <laughs> it's, I always I always forget that that's in this, and I associate the grease with when Homer goes into the grease business in season nine, I believe. So yeah, that's also right. Also a great that's episode. Right. And, yeah, yeah, that one's also fantastic. Alrighty, so. I am clearly going in. Something must have really said this episode stunk with me when I was a kid. I'm going in with a seven. Jeremy and Shane, they're going with a nine. Maybe we eat in the middle. Maybe they come down. Maybe I go up. That's the whole point of why we do this. Let's see who's right, who's wrong, or who's dead on. And uh, before we get into the episode, though, a quick word from our sponsor. Ellie's happy, too. You hear that squeal? Yeah, yeah. Just imagine listening to that all day. And here's a quick word from our sponsor, the company Jeremy owns. Donuts, Simpsons, Simpsons Donuts, it just goes hand in hand. Yeah, you know what, Shane? It really does. And for the best donuts in the world, you got to check out Crave Donuts. They've got locations in Oshawa and Whitby, Ontario. And these Simpsons-loving donut bakers, they're creating some of the most delicious treats imaginable. They've got a year-round menu with the likes of a cosmic brownie donut, a churro cruller. They've even got the Simpsons-inspired pink vanilla sprinkle. Yeah, and there's a rotating menu inspired by each season. In the fall, they've got apple pie, pumpkin spice cheesecake. Doesn't that sound delicious? That sounds absolutely amazing. To top it all off, there's weekly specials. They've got some surprises each and every week, so keep an eye on that. Open Wednesday through Sunday. Check out their website, CraveDonuts.com, as well as their Instagram for all the details. Trust us. If you're in the GTA, go hit up Crave, because you're going to end up with a belly full of goodness. It's probably going to cause you to make some sounds sound a little like this. Alright, here we go with, uh, I'm actually going to try to say it because I kept messing it up last episode. It's Sweet Seymour Skinner's Badass Song. There we go. I actually said it you right. You got it out. And we shouldn't celebrate you because the chalkboard said no. Yeah, the chalkboard gag was do not celebrate meaningless. Yeah. What was that? What are they stepping? Well, why did yeah? And what's the, it was that? the what it was, was the fox uh, watermark on the oh, screen. It was the fox. Oh, okay, that, that's a good. That is. Guy. I don't remember yeah. that. Sewering a fox is always good. Did you guys notice the middle cushion was missing on the? Yeah, I did notice that. Yeah, it was. What, what was that about? I, I know, that was weird. Homer's old beat up car we see in season two. Rare bearded Homer. <laughs> And there it goes. Oh, they're gonna eat this up with Joe and Dell. I'm not sure if I'm comfortable with the idea of your classmates. Man, they just let him burn for a while, eh? Yeah, just let it keep going. It's like the origin story of why his face is always brown. He always has the shadow. 
Oh yeah, Ooh, look at that. That's a good point. He has not that. had luck with hair. No, I like I like the line too about Marge saying, "How would you like it if people were laughing at you in 20 years?" He said, "Not likely." So true. Oh, the potato. Mom, you're always trying to give me potatoes. Uh, shout out to Alston, Ontario. Do they have potatoes? Lovely, lovely potato. Yeah, that's where I grew up. It's all I know. Potatoes. Yeah, I know you grew up there, but I was, I was wondering why you wanted to shout them out. I didn't know they. Oh, because of the potatoes. potato. You know, cook them up, put them in a stew. Well, it looked like a a woody a wooden itchy doll on her shelf there. Yeah, it did. Yeah. Greetings, fellow geodologists. That's a nice gag. I'll be right back. Eating the newspaper. I don't think I've ever had a dog that ate a newspaper. I've had a dog that eat all sorts of stuff. Oh, the can of tomato paste. <laughs> oh man. I love how that he brings it in every single week. Okay, that's my that's my vote for best joke so far. Let's see what can be the tomato paste. Yeah, he has a uh, not great home life. Four legs and ticks. A walking clock. A walking clock. I'd wager he has some variety of walking clock in that box. Art, is it a walking clock? What? No, it's my dog. Oh, he is a jam. I'm really jealous of workplaces where you're allowed to bring your dog. Yeah. I don't think I can bring my dogs anywhere, though. They're too, uh... What, what workplace can you bring your dog to? I used to work at, um... Well, same company, but different building. And everyone was allowed to bring their dogs. Oh, that's cool. I didn't know that existed. Yeah, yeah Shane worked at the cool building before I worked there. The one that was on, that was like a triangle. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, over there on Lakeshore. Anything went over there, pretty much. <laughs> as long as you got your work done, they didn't care if you brought your dog. There's all sorts of stuff. You guys had foosball. Ooh, all... Oh, yeah. Ping pong. People saw him blow. Anything. <laughs> sure. <laughs> Leaky roofs, though. It's funny how th dogs do things like that, like yawn or sneeze or something like that, and like people say, "Oh, big yawn or big sneeze," but just like it's just the dog doing it. People do it all the time. I love show and tells. I love just bringing in my hockey. It was just an excuse for me to bring in hockey cards and stuff like that. Oh yeah, did you guys bring anything weird for show and tell? Uh, I don't know. I don't. I don't remember. Yeah, just anything, remember kindergarten, guys. It's not so hard. I, I remember yeah. being jealous of anyone who brought in a pet, though. That's for sure. Yeah. More testicles mean more iron. I should get that on a t-shirt. They're always eating. I brought in my dad's uh, muskie. Or muskalunge. If you guys are familiar with the fish. The freshwater fish. Oh, yeah. Fish. You, br you brought in a muskie? Yeah. Like a stuffed one. Well, Can I would imagine, imagine it was stuffed. Just like walking down the street with a stuffed fish. That'd be pretty cool. <laughs> That was me, yeah. I had to do the presentation in French as well. That was hard. You had to present your fish in French? Yeah, I was part of uh, the, the French class. You had to do show and tell, but in French. Ah, okay. For American friends in Australia as well, that's what people speak in Quebec. Great reaction, too. The kids just go nuts. 
Because that's realistically probably what would happen. So, my dad actually works in heating and air conditioning, and although one of his favorite movies of all time is Die Hard, which has some of the best, like, in-the-duct scenes, um, none of these would support a dog. <laughs> Let alone human weight. A person would get stuck, wouldn't they? Pretty easily? Um, yeah. Well, it would collapse. They wouldn't get, like, four feet. It would just fall. Gotcha. It's meant to move air, not people. <laughs> ah, that greased me up. That is good. I think this is the second time we see, because Radio Bart, we see Rick Lilly, isn't it? When he rips off uh, his shirt. Oh, yeah, you're right, yes. He's not. Yeah. He doesn't have a beer belly. He's, he's totally shredded. This is a good Aliens reference. <laughs> yeah, this is good. What's better, the first Alien or the second Aliens? Uh, I guess Aliens is better, which is really oh. odd. Usually the... First one's better. Jeremy? Uh, I haven't seen him. Oh, interesting. I'm going with the first one. I like the, the second one's more of a shoot em up kind of movie. I like the suspense of the first. I like how they just chuck stuff at Willy, too. It's great. <laughs> I can safely say, as an 11 year old or something, I would have been throwing things as well. Ah, oh, scene's so iconic. I love the way he starts like doing the breaststroke through. Yeah, yeah right. Yeah, yeah. Oh, this is great. Oh, the gallop. Oh, great animation. Oh gosh. We should get our Scottish friend Darren greased up and then have him chase yeah, a bunch see, of this animals. Is what it, this is what would have happened. Yeah, yeah, exactly. What do you think, Shane? Should we get Darren greased up though, and our our Scottish friend? Yeah, we we'll get him greased up. We'll have him chase a variety of animals and see if there is an animal that can outrun a grease Scotsman. I don't think there is. But yeah. Probably not. I can't take this. Superintendent Chalmers, you didn't have to come all the way down here. Everything's under control. <laughs> I have had it with this school, Skinner. The low test scores. Class after class of ugly, ugly children. Oh, no. I love how that's an excuse. Yeah, we gotta have poor kids. Big trouble. Why, looking into this lovable mutt's eyes just melts my heart. See, if that had been my biggest hound falling on Chalmers, he'd be done. Pretty, oh, yeah, it'd be like fat. 70 pounds. Yeah, yeah about 75 pounds. <laughs> All the grease stain. You're fired. <laughs> I'm sorry. Did, did you just call me a liar? No, I said you were fired. Oh. That's much worse. Good meme there. See, and that's a good, that's a really good first act. If, if the episode ended there and we were just judging the first act, I think I'm going... I thought it was pretty jam-packed. Yeah, it was, was pretty good. I think I'm going like 8.9 for that. Maybe even a 9 if it was just there. So let's see if it, if it holds up. I find sometimes the episodes that I didn't like when I was younger, I end up really liking when I'm older as I rewatch them. It's true. There's a dog gags in there for sure. Yeah. You can kind of emphasize with things a little bit more, right? Yeah, exactly. But Marge, dogs can never have enough excitement. Look, All right, all right. I'll take that dog. Give me your... Boys and girls, because of see not a lot of Homer early on, eh? Like it's the last couple of episodes have been pretty even Burns' air had a decent amount of Homer in it, but this one not. True, yeah. Oh, this is great. This is the first Leopold 
pick up your uh, appearance. Ears, because I'm only going to be saying this once. From now on, things are going to be <laughs> I love this character. different around here. With your new principal, Ned <laughs> I love how the, the voice... And the guy's look, he's just a really big version of Dan Castellaneta. That's basically just Dan talking. When I made Supervisor, that was the first clip I, I posted. But him, like, he's like, listen, you little freaks. <laughs> yeah, Shane's a, Shane's a hard ass. He's fired. How many people you fired last month? Three, oh, yeah, four? I can't. Was, yeah. Can't even keep tens. Or we'll have to go back to class. Um, yeah, you. Uh, yeah, uh, I was wondering. Do you we used to have school assemblies and then, like, the police band. Do you guys have that? If you grew you guys didn't really grow up near me. Though. School assemblies yeah. for what, sir? We used to have school assemblies and, like, sometimes there would be bands playing. It would be, like, a student band. And I'm talking, like, grade 7, grade 8. It'd be, like, a student, student band. Student band? Not in my little town, no. We'd have one of those. We'd have the teacher band, and it was real cringe. And then we'd have the police band, the Durham police band, and it'd be even more cringe. And they thought that they were, like, they thought they were basically Green Day. And okay. All right. No, we never had any uh, police band. That sounds pretty interesting. We did have, like... It, it, it's... Yeah. The... Sounds interesting, but it's not. But anyways... <laughs> what it sounds like your school had money, Nick. No, we didn't. What did you have, Jeremy? Uh, we had this one guy. His name was like Quincy Mack, and he came and did a bunch of crazy basketball tricks. And uh, yeah, I remember that being pretty damn cool. He like spun a. He had like a bunch of broomsticks, and he he had them taped on or spun on top of each other, and then he was spinning a basketball <laughs> like on top of it, like twenty feet in the air. Can't explain that. Always oh, just, I love the berating of Skinner. This is, this is pretty good. This might be my favorite gag. <laughs> it just keeps going. I mean, thank you. I'll come again. Actually, I don't know. I think tomato paste still might win. That's good, but I remember in high school we had this one guy. Used to play in the CFL. One of from, I still don't know what the point of the assembly was. I just remember he talked really, really fast, and he was talking about internet at one point, and he was just like, "Oh, you guys have dial up, remember dial up?" And his voice went really high like that, and we're like, "That's the only thing I remember." Some people aren't good at public speaking. No, he and he wasn't, but he was supposed to be, which is strange. Cheer. Nick, people never get jobs they're not qualified for. Never. <laughs> See, I thought this was just the, when I was a kid, I thought this was a, they were just making stuff up, but he's actually listing a whole bunch of different laundry detergents, which is pretty okay, sad. La laundromat idea. So laun going to a laundromat is super inconvenient. All they have is like a, like a vending machine and the machines, yeah? Sure. You should make it like half an arcade, like play games when your laundry's getting done. Yeah. The laundromat in, uh... Where I used, where I grew up, they had uh, two arcade machines in there, and people were always using them. See, Shane, you're way ahead of the. Well, maybe you're actually kind of behind the game because somebody else had the idea first. But that actually, because there's going to be kids, people, kids, people with their kids, right? Got to keep them entertained. That's actually a good yeah. idea. And arcade machines are like they're they're way more popular now than they were like eight years ago. There's so many arcade bars popping up. Jeremy, in, in one or both of the Crave locations, you need to get the uh, Konami Simpsons fighter on arcade. 
the beat em up. Yeah, that's actually a uh, very good idea. Ooh, yeah, like the four player. Yeah, we were toying with the idea of maybe putting a TV um, in one of the locations, just playing The Simpsons all the time, too. Sweet. Yeah. But I don't know. This is why you go get amazing. their donuts because they're delicious <laughs> and they're Simpsons fans. See, people? This is why. People are going to be sitting, see me sitting out there drinking coffee and just watching TV all day, though. <laughs> so <laughs> it's probably not a best idea. <laughs> who's, it, who's this guy? Yeah. That's my old unit from Vietnam. I was there, Sergeant. They were my loyal troops. That photo was taken shortly. All right, we are getting off topic because the episodes kind of hit it down. This is point. it. This is what I'm. This is what I'm yeah, talking about. That's when, a good point. Um. Like, some of these references, like the USO stuff, Joey Heatherton, I didn't know who the hell these people were when I was, you know, nine. I still know, who, I know who, vaguely who they are, but it just, it, it's not really funny, you know? Principals do it nine months a year. That's a good <laughs> Oh, my, uh, my sister's boyfriend works right next to your Oshawa location, oh, yeah. so they frequent, they get the donuts quite a bit. Um... You guys have a hot chocolate one out right now? Yeah, it's a hot chocolate cruller. Yeah, they said that one was like really good. Um, it is. Glad to hear it. It is. I do like this montage. Yeah, it gets the. Yeah, it's it's kind of hard to believe that Bart and Skater would just like, you know, be so it close is it's, so quickly. Is, is that the Dean? Is that who? The dean is at this restaurant. Oh, uh, the, um, uh, from college. Leop oh, oh, the dean, dean, college dean. Yeah, yeah. yeah. This is the first uh, uh, appearance of uh, Luigi. Oh, right. but yeah, oh yes, the stereotype. You're right, Jeremy. Like, why? It, it's it's so weird that like, why are they friends? It doesn't really make sense. You know. It only makes sense yeah, to make the episode work. <laughs> exactly. It was kind of like the the the. Uh, interactions with Burns and Bar uh, Bart in the last episode where it was just like somebody came up with the idea of okay he's Burns is there okay and then what and then they didn't really couldn't go anywhere with it yeah I I, th I think maybe this this episode is a bit of a, like a, a test to see how far they could kind of like alter Springfield and then bring it back to how it was at the end kind of thing like the classic maybe sitcom. like see see what partnerships can kind of work like who works well together type of thing yeah it's like juggling lines in hockey. Oh, you're Seymour's friend. Here, he left you this note. Dear Bart, your friendship during this difficult time will not be forgotten. However, I've decided to return to the only thing besides school that has ever given my life meaning. I've re-enlisted in the United States Army. Sincerely, Sergeant Seymour Skinner. Hmm. Do you guys have a favorite Skinner episode? Uh, I actually like Principal and the Pauper. I actually think it's a pretty good episode. Like, it's not supposed to be taken seriously. The whole show isn't. You just it's there to have fun. I think it's a decent storyline, and I think sure. it has some good, good gags in it. Um, I don't know if that's my favorite though. Which one is that one again? The one where he it turns out he's not Skinner. He's Armin Tanzer. Oh right, right. That's actually a lot of people think is the worst episode of The Simpsons. Next. Yeah, it's controversial. Those yeah, those yeah. people never watched past 2003. Then. <laughs> Skinner's Sense of Snow will always be my favorite. Oh, I actually just watched an episode not too long. Yeah, Skinner's Sense of Snow, the Christmas one, is 
really, really good. Yeah, I, yeah, that's a good one too. That's the one where they're trapped in the school, right? In the school, yeah. yeah. When yeah. Uh, I love the part, the old timey movie with the the Santa's workshop and the gremlin, <laughs> and he's and he's been singing for two hours. <laughs> oh, Flanders' parents. Right. First introduction. Oh, this is another little little origin story, kind of thing. Yeah, that his parents were beatniks. Not the best appearance though. The, the best one is when uh, uh, he goes nuts and he's talking about how they raised him, and then he's like, "We can't. We tried it. We we're not, tried nothing, and we're all out of ideas." <laughs> yeah. I feel like everyone uses that quote quite often. Yeah. Especially working with group projects. Ah, uh, group projects and school. I don't really miss those. Yeah, it's just, that joke didn't. None of these jokes are like landing, and the overall story is just mm. it's it's sagging. We're go, like you can see it, or even hear by where we're how how off topic we're going. As Shane pointed out, how into it we were in, in Act One, and now that we're in Three, you can see like a, a decline on a graph if you were. Yeah, it's just a filler episode. Kind of feels oh, like. Oh, yellow. You guys yeah. remember Mellow Young? I yeah, do, yeah, I remember that. Yeah, the one-eyed baby. Oh, yes, the... Yeah, or one-eyed, one, one not one-eyed. <laughs> like Helga. <laughs> just walked past that guy <laughs> so easily. <laughs> that is a good one. That is pretty good. It's kind of... You know how he uh, he got by? It was almost like if you were playing Pokemon and you waited for the trainer to turn the right way so you could go by them so you didn't have to battle them? Yeah. yeah was, oh, this yeah, is exactly. a good gag. <laughs> <laughs> the thing is, they'd be so rich. Well, if they lived. Yes, that's true. Well, yeah. yeah. They could sue the United States government, the, the army, yeah. Quite as I remembered it. Actually, it's exactly as I remembered it. What would it be like to drive a tank? I always thought that'd be kind of neat. But it's, it looks, it, maybe it actually wouldn't, because it looks kind of cool from the outside, but inside it's probably really hot and a real pain to do. Yeah, it's uh, not fun being in a tank. Uh, from what I heard, my dad's dad, uh, well, I could have said that a lot better. Or, yeah, your grandfather. <laughs> <laughs> English, tough. Um, <laughs> yeah, he drove, a, he drove a tank in World War II. Not, not a fun place to be. I don't know, especially when, you know, people are trying to kill you. What's he doing here? Well, once he found out we were going to get Ned Flanders fired, he insisted on helping. That is true. What's the best Homer helping moment? And there is a right answer to it. It's later. It comes later with uh, it's the episode Jay Leno's in. Well, actually, technically, he doesn't help. He just walks in. Oh, I'm not sure now. When uh, Krusty and Jay Leno, and they're giving Krusty a bath. Oh, I'm sorry, son. I didn't know you, Jay Leno, and a monkey were giving a clown a bath. <laughs> oh, yeah. I like how Martin's made that's that a decent Yeah, it's not bad. You fired Skinner for less than this. Yeah, I did, but Skinner really bugged me. Besides, the way America's public schools are sliding, they'll all be this way in a few months. I say lay back and enjoy it. It's a hell of a toboggan ride. Well, cockily doodly do, little buddy. Let's thank the Lord for another beautiful school day. Thank the Lord. Thank the Lord? That sounded like a prayer. A prayer? A prayer in a public school? God has no place within these walls, just like facts have no place within organized religion. Fantastic. Okay. 
Flanders is history. Well, I really enjoyed my time here, Superintendent. May the Lord bless and keep you. Yeah, take it outside, God boy. Oakley dokley. Dirksen took in your shirt. Jaffe spit out that gum. You really think it's a good idea to get that freak his I <laughs> seems to know the students' names. He knows their <laughs> names. Imagine, oh imagine getting a job because you knew somebody's name. That's fantastic. Yeah, I love the way they they always try to like show how how much work the school system needs in America, like by the food they eat and like. Yeah, Everything. their superintendent the teachers, doesn't give a shit. Yeah, nobody cares. Teachers don't care. Principal's kind of useless. Uh, yeah, yeah. It's it's kind of a it's kind of a wasteland, uh, in a way. There it is. Uh, sweet Seymour Skinner's badass song, which is a horrible name for it. Which is actually kind of a ripoff of. It's like a the guy's name is like Sweet Sweets, badass song. It's it's a exploitation movie from the 70s they stole it. I don't know why. I'm sure it made everyone laugh in the writer's room at 3 in the morning. Yeah, when they yeah, were all... Yeah, a long title. Yeah, <laughs> yeah sleep-deprived and doped up on copious amounts of Chinese food. Who knows? But honestly, um, like, you never even know, knew... I, we're sorry, I didn't know the titles of the episodes when they came out on television. No. That's a 100%. That's a good... Yeah. None of us did, really. Right. No, yeah. unless you were re happen to have a family who had TV Guide, and that's even if you looked at it. But, yeah, most of the time I didn't. It wasn't until I got the DVDs that I started to look at it and associate each episode. Because I always thought when I first saw this title that this was the one where Skinner is Tamsarian and he moves to Capital City and gives up on the school and stuff like that. And Martin Sheen, who voices the real one, comes back. So, um, I am, I'm going to stick with my seven. If it hadn't been the first act, the first act was great. Fantastic. It had Willie oh, yeah. and the tomato paste and all the stuff that... Uh, came in with the first act there flowed really well lots of good gags sent up the episode nicely but acts two and especially act two was very dry we went off topic talking about what, what were we talking we were talking about everything all sorts of stuff that wasn't related to the episode and act three was kind of met as well so I'm going to stick with my seven uh, I think this is the so far I think it will end up being the worst episode of season seven I think you kind of nailed it Jeremy it seems like a a combination of a test mixed with a throwaway. They're like, oh, let's see, you know, Barton Skinner, enemies, all, you know, let's make the enemies friends trope, and we'll just kind of see where we go with it, and if it works, it works, it doesn't, it doesn't. And uh, they'd kind of already done that, the one where Bart becomes the hall monitor, but, um, in separate vocations, but that didn't work either. That was a bad episode too, uh, in, in season three, so, yeah, I'm, I'm sticking with the seven. It's just, it's just not doing it for me. Shane, what are you going with? I'm feeling a little generous. I'm going to go 8.4 just because the first act really did. I don't know. It was, just, it was great. It was, first act it was, was strong like, enough. It just, yeah. Yeah. Made me laugh. And then there was a couple things in the other acts that were kind of warranted. Not such a low grade for me. There were still a few gags in there that was good, but yeah, a lot of lulls after the first act. Not, yeah. uh, not the strongest episode. Yeah. No, not but, at all. Uh, it has some really good redeeming qualities. So that's kind of like how I'm going with it. All right. So I stuck with a seven. You dropped down, Shane, from a nine to an eight point four. Jeremy started with a nine. What's your What's your final ranking? I'm gonna go with a a solid eight. Just a, a little bit of a drop down. Kind of in the middle between the two of us. <laughs> yeah. I, I, maybe I'm just overanalyzing the episode a little bit, but maybe I'm maybe they felt a little pressure being the hundredth episode, and they didn't want to, you know, feel like 
try to make the funniest step. I don't know. Who knows? But either way, it didn't. It wasn't as good as I thought it was going to be for all the reasons that you you guys were just pointing out. Like, just kind of got a little dry near the end, and yeah, yeah. Just it was. It just didn't seem to to flow well, and we've run into that a few times since <clears throat> last season four, season five, where it's been. You know, the first act sets the episode up strong, and then there are a couple of directions they could have gone, and they went with one that was just kind of meh. Just, just, uh, and even, you know, there have been times in season five where Shane and I, we've been having trouble coming up with just one pick for best gag, best joke in the episode, because there's so many. Each episode is jam-packed. This one, I, I, I really only have, I think, three to choose between, and they're, they're strong, but they're not up to the standards that we've seen so far. And so I'm going to go with the tomato paste. I loved that when I was a kid. I tried to convince my mom to let me do that one time. I don't even know if it was for a show and tell, but I just I wanted to just bring an empty can of tomato Wait. paste. <laughs> really? Okay, that's and great. She wouldn't let me do it. I think it was in like grade five or six. I just wanted to get up in front of the class and just say, and, and just say what Nelson said and just sit back down without any context. But uh, she wouldn't let me do it. So thanks, Mom. Thanks for not letting me do that. But, uh, yeah, I'm going to go with the tomato paste. I always find that funny, especially that Nelson keeps bringing it back again and again. It's a great one. Uh, Shane, best best joke, best gag. Oh, probably not surprising because I kind of started it before even the episode even started, but grease me, woman. Yeah, that's uh, that's my favorite. Still holds up. Still funny. It's hard to beat because it is a good visual, especially. And it's always funny when Willie goes from beer belly to absolutely ripped and then he's getting greased up to go into an event to chase down a dog. Even just hearing somebody say that. It sounds funny, uh, so yeah, I can I can understand. Uh, I have a feeling, Jeremy, you're gonna pick between the two of them, or is there an oddball in there that I'm missing out? What are you going with? Nah, I'm gonna I'm gonna agree with Shane. The grease me up woman is hilarious. I remember laughing out loud when I first heard that. Hilarious. It it's hard. It's hard to go against that. I I don't know why I like the tomato paste so on. I don't know if it's because I. I, I, I just I love the fact that Nelson keeps. I think that's even funnier than him actually bringing the tomato paste. Is that he keeps bringing it in because it's Nelson. He you know he doesn't have. I don't know why I'm laughing at that, but he does have a very good yeah, life. Fair. Yeah, and he's just that's all the poor guy's got. It's just that I don't know how many times we've seen uh, friggin' Willie's ripped body go back and forth because we're on the, <laughs> on the scene. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's yeah. It's just it's happened about 15 times in the last couple uh, minutes since we've been going over this. So not a not a great episode. Not definitely not one of the most creative. Um, episodes of season five, not one of the strongest, and our rankings kind of show that. But hey, that's why we do this to see if our nostalgia holds up. Jeremy, thanks as always for for joining us. We always have fun chatting Simpsons with you, um, especially when it's somebody who loves Simpsons and makes delicious food that we enjoy. Um, so one last time, uh, what uh, if anybody wants to check out Crave? Where can they go to check out your hours, your store locations? what's coming up on the weekly menus and stuff like that. Where can they go to get all that information? Um, you can uh, find us at uh, Instagram. We're on Facebook as well. Cravedonuts.com. Yeah, check out uh, all the plugs, as you guys say. All the plugs. Yeah, links indeed. in the description as well. for those Exactly. Two. Indeed. Yeah, indeed. Just, just go to these guys' descriptions. They, they know what they're doing. Yeah, my wife is uh, uh, itching to get out. Uh, while the in the time frame that we're recording this to try the white chocolate white chocolate cranberry, right? Oh yeah, that's our uh, weekly yeah. special. Oh yeah. 
Indeed. She was like, I really want to go. I was like, okay, might have to may have to make a trip then. Well, hopefully we'll um, see you. But yes, please go. Please go uh, check them out in Oshawa and Whitby. Um, Shane, take us home with a bit of plug time. What do you got? Sure, yeah. Follow us on Twitter. Uh, Simpsons underscore EB is our Twitter handle, so go find us there and interact with us. Polls, gags, when episodes drop, et cetera, et cetera. We're hoping to get back on the Friday schedule now that things are kind of settling down in uh, real lifeness. But uh, yeah. And then in the description, uh, those two links for Crave are there. And also on Spotify, if you're on your phone, you can go to our page, follow us and rate us. That'd be appreciated. And yeah, there's also a link, buy me a coffee. You can click that, donate any money you want to the show. Don't have to. Thanks for listening. Yeah. Indeed. Just look at that, Shane. He's always he's always clear and concise. He's always got it wrapped up. Nicely done, my friend. Nicely done. Um, what was my last challenge for you? Last episode for, for Burns? Uh, was it, um, it was music that you would play... When when did you're like a buddy or something like a buddy cop? What was it? I don't remember. My brain's mush right now. Yeah, it's all mush. Yeah, our, our, our little girl's not really giving us a whole heck of a lot of sleep, so I can't really think. <laughs> but it doesn't really matter because it's going to be Jeremy's turn. What would you like Shane uh, to play us out with? Give him a, give him a good challenge too because he gets off way too easy. He's having he's having too easy of a time with us. Give him a really good challenge. Try to stump him. Um. How about? Uh, I don't know. You're stumping on, me here. On, pressure's pressure, on. Pressure, pressure's pressure on. Is on. How dare you stump Jeremy, our guest, and put unfair pressure on him? Why don't you, oh, yeah. why don't you, Shane? Why don't you give us your best Montgomery Burns quote? And he right. and he has to do it. Shane has to do it. Yeah, you can do okay. an impression if you want, but I'm just asking for the quote. No pressure. Oh, okay. Nick nice. is asking me to. Okay, I'm gonna go with what Jeremy said. <laughs> so Weasel on his way out. Weasel yeah. on his way out. But I, I did, I did you like your uh, impression last time. By the way. Oh yeah. Okay. I appreciate that. <laughs> I try. <laughs> you, you've been doing great. You've been, you've been methanac. That's what Lawrence Fishburne does, Shane. You're doing the exact same thing as Lawrence Fishburne. So kudos to you. He's not. He, I don't even know what movies he's. Yeah, in. Yeah, I've got but, uh, two characters. I got the Cracker Factory dude, and I got the um, the security guard. About it. <laughs> oh, Don Bronco. Yes, yeah, you do. Yeah, Don Bronco. Yeah, all yeah. the all the monotone guys. Shane hits home pretty well. But let's see if uh, in the next one, the boy who knew too much. Uh, I remember it being pretty good. Uh, it's a different way of going about a Bart Skinner storyline, partially, anyways. But I remember it being a very very enjoyable episode. And it has it has chowder. Like, how can you go wrong with chowder? So uh, we will see you for that one. Jeremy, thanks again for joining us. And let's see what Shane picks for his Montgomery Burns quote that he wants. We'll catch you in the next episode. Well, Doc, I think I did pretty well in my tests. You may shake my hand if you like. Well, under the circumstances, I'd rather not. Eh? Mr. Burns, I'm afraid you are the sickest man in the United States. You have everything. You mean I have pneumonia? Yes. Juvenile diabetes? Yes. Hysterical pregnancy? A, a little bit, yes. You also have several diseases that have just been discovered in you. I see. You're sure you just haven't made thousands of mistakes? Uh, no, no, I'm afraid not. Well, this sounds like bad news. 
Well, you'd think so, but all of your diseases are in perfect balance. If you have a moment, I can explain. Well... Here's the door to your body, you see? And these are oversized novelty germs. Uh, that's influenza, that's bronchitis, and this cute little cuddlebug is pancreatic cancer. <laughs> Here's what happens when they all try to get through the door at once. Move it, shout ahead. We call it Three Stooges Syndrome. So what you're saying is... I'm indestructible. Oh, no, no. In, in fact, even a slight breeze could... Indestructible. 